Ew, how's everybody doing? I hope great. Uh, you know what I love, fellas? Pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? You know why I love pizza so much? Because it tastes so good, and they also sponsor our show. Um, our show is sponsored by Empire Pizza at 10420 Kingston Pike, Knoxville, Tennessee, 37922. That's the address. Um, what makes this pizza so good is it's a New York-style pizza. Super awesome. And if you come here on Tuesday to Thursday, you could try, uh, through Thursday, you could try a large 18-inch pizza with cheese and pepperoni on it for only $12 plus tax. You can't beat that if you try. If you get here on any of those days in between 3 and 6 and all the other ones, you get a dollar off your beers and $2 drafts. If you could beat that, tell me where because I'm trying to go there. Also, on Monday nights, they have trivia. It starts at 7.30. You can win up to $40 in gift cards for your team if you come in first place. 20 if you come in second. We also have a musical bonus round where you can win up to 20 bucks if you know the artists of the songs. So why don't you come down here to Empire Pizza, 10420 Kingston Pike. Come get you a slice you can't refuse. You're listening to the Doers and Sayers Podcast. Is Jomo, and on this show you have whiskey, no, I'm sorry, wasabi Wilson, and Pitney Apple. Well, how are you guys? I, I don't know how I am right now. Yeah. You should feel good. Oh. It is a good day to have I'm a show. Confused, yeah. It is a good day to have a podcast <laughs> here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And you know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud and Podbean at Doors and Sayers. Yeah. And then you can follow us on our doors and doors. I can't, right I can't, I can't. You guys keep laughing. I can't, I can't we do it. was not supposed to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Jaw, jaw, voice, yo. <laughs> I was trying to do, what was that? Well, I was thinking about Woody Woodpecker and who was that? Professor Keen Bean? I don't know that. Oh, man. Keen Bean? I, I forgot what his name is. I'll Shout find out. out Professor Keen Bean. Um... But uh, you can you can uh, listen to us on um, SoundCloud and Podbean at Dude and Sayers, and then you can follow us on um, <laughs> on Facebook. There's a Dude and Sayers fan page, um, Twitter Dude and Sayers, and Instagram Dude and Sayers. On uh, um, if there's something else, we'll probably co- get to it that you can follow follow yeah, us on. But right now, that's Twitter, it. Twitter, Facebook, Inst- Twitter, SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, there is no Snapchat yeah. as of right now. Maybe there might be one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but before we get into tonight's show, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Young Freeman for coming on last week. Um, yeah, that was a dope, fun show. And tonight, um, listeners in podcast land, podcast we land. yes, that's what they're, they're listening from. They're listening to podcast land. It's okay. like. Really, we're podcasting and we're podcasting out to podcast land, and so those are all the listeners that are listening to us, and they're in podcast land. Dope. Uh, tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have um, 
artist, photographer, manager, um, multi-talented um, young lady. Um, we featured her on the show a few, well, we, we've talked about her on a few times on the show. Um, and that is Luna Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, don't sound so excited. <laughs> 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 like, like, oh my God, you're like, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. All I'm right. Excited. This is the first pair of titties besides my wife I got to see. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Auntie M got titties. Yeah. Oh, damn, that's right. I, I violated Auntie M. Like, yeah. Auntie M yeah. got titties. Yo. Yo, I heard somebody <laughs> shout new from the from the audience, yo. <laughs> also in the building with us, um, we have uh Two Sick Jackson and K Rico. Yeah. As well yeah. as uh eight six five gaming's very own Gadelia Lane and uh, Luke Cage is Luke oh, Cage. Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? What Shrek. Oh, <laughs> dang! You guys are vicious, 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 vicious people, and and Auntie M is here as well. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, all right. So, Luna, I uh, guess the first question that I have for you, because Pete and Wasabi over here might have different questions. Um, out of all the things that you do, which one are you most passionate about? Um, everything started with photography. Okay. So, like, definitely everything started picking up a camera. I started that my, the summer of my freshman year in high school. Okay. So. Dope, dope. Wow. Yeah, that's, like, I would be loosely considered, like, professional at this point. I've, like, actually, I'm a national award-winning photographer. Oh, skew. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> bad. I should have, I should have, uh, should have checked the resume a little bit hard before I introduced you. <laughs> Oh, I feel um, I've had like work featured in New York and stuff. I okay. won some of the like highest ranking awards in high school that you can like uh, win through National Scholastics. I have like medals and like gold keys that I've won. Um, I've been like featured in like a lot of art shows around town, like mm. in high school, like on that level. I've won like just state shows and stuff like that. Mm. So that is definitely photography's always been my passion. It's what started awesome. everything and what lit the yeah. fire, I guess. You know, I was gonna say like that. The pictures that I saw from you looked like they were award-winning photos. <laughs> thanks, you know? like, thanks. They look like they should win awards. I'm thinking yeah. about doing the Doers and Sayers calendar, where I'd pose. No, don't, don't, don't help with it. Don't help with it. <laughs> so like, if you wanna, you, you wanna you know, get in on that, you let me know. I'll don't let help. You know, that's not the first time I've been asked to do Whoa. like a really interesting calendar with somebody. I'm like, oh. are you sure? <laughs> Are you really sure? I mean, Can we I think this good, through? That, it'll be awesome. You'll pay for it. All right. So, um, <laughs> with that being said, do you um do you still own a lot of these pictures that you've taken? Like, like, do you have the first picture? Yeah. The, um, I actually have my. Because when it comes to photography, when you present a photo, you go through a process. Okay. So, um, there's a whole process of certain editing you do because there's a line of it becoming photoshopped and it uh -huh. just being a photo. Mm. So there's basic things you can do in Photoshop that are the same things you can do in a dark room. Yeah. And that's what draws the line. Um, oh. So you take care of all that and you go in and you like strategically print this image um, and then you do what's called matting. Um, mm, I've basically, heard of that. Yeah. You take it and it's kind of like a frame within a frame. Um, and you take that and it's, it's a process and it's a process I love dearly actually. Um, I'm very passionate about it. And you go about it, and you 
you know, send your work in. You make sure it's just very, you know, fingerprintless and beautiful and mm. ready to send in. Nice. You know? Like I've actually also, uh, I totally forgot. I've actually been in the Knoxville Art Museum too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had, wow. I forget, I forget about that, all the stuff that I've hey, like, done with photography. I forgot I was in the museum. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's kind of like yeah. But yeah, like it's, it's kind of like how it starts, I guess. Like, Do you have anything that you feel like is like, your pride and joy, like, you know what I mean? I Photo. actually, yeah, I actually do. Um, it was a photograph. I actually probably spent about $100 on making, like, oh just okay. the print. Um, yeah. I made the frame. It's probably, like, I think it's probably, like, a 60 by, like, 52. Mm. Like, it's huge. I mean, it's, like, bigger than a poster. Okay. Um, it's actually a self-portrait. I started doing self-portraits. Oh. I did a series a few years ago on... Um, like basically my depression and it's a very like powerful image to me and a very meaningful image to me and it helped mm. me get through a lot of stuff like yeah. oh. photography's been like a a release for me for That's things well, um, art is right <coughs> exactly yeah if it's, if it's yeah absolutely right. yeah i got masturbation down to art bro <laughs> oh, all right boy. i had my left testicle removing a lotion dispenser put in a couple weeks ago because i knew it was getting pretty crazy <laughs> all right, all right. Um, <laughs> Yo, keep it going. Man. It's kind of hard when Pete's wait, wait, wait. You gotta be easy. Claims and stuff. It's kind of hard. Like, kind of hard. Pause. Like yeah, pause. Yeah, pause. Exactly. Um, so, so with the photography happening in high school, when did um the music come about um i've actually sang like my whole life like oh. i was in choirs and like gospel choir and stuff in high school um my mom actually like kind of like was like hey you should you should do this and i was like oh, i guess and yeah, like elementary school middle school stuff like that and then i like actually got into band in middle school <laughs> Shout oh. out the band geeks i played flute for like three and a half years and then i went into percussion i played like the marimba and xylophone stuff like what was the first thing you said? The flute. No, I mean the second thing you said. Oh, uh, marimba. The marimba. Is that? Did I say that right? It's marimba. 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 I It's like a like a xylophone type. Thing. Yeah, it's, it has a very like soft, like hollowy wooden sound. I guess you could describe marimba. it. Marimba. It's one of my favorite instruments. Like when I hear a marimba in a song, I'm just like, oh. Can we describe what this instrument looks like? It's huge, like for the listeners and, and um, me. Um, it's probably about the size, the length of a car, like maybe. Is this length of a car? One yeah, like, like, like a, a, a small sedan, a small sedan. Oh, okay, like, yeah, and it's probably like a smart car. Yeah, like a small car. It's probably about the length of a small car, and it's probably about the width of like, I'd say, hmm, what could I put it? Like a, like a uh, nice like recliner. If, if, like I said, it's like a xylophone. <laughs> Right. Like like it's, bigger. it's bigger. It's bigger than a, yeah. so it looks like a xylophone, but bigger. Yeah. So if you remember what if you know what a xylophone looks what, like, what then you play it with. No, you play it with mallets. It's a very like with mallets. You, yeah, they're called mallets. This is um, my favorite instrument. So <laughs> no, no. So it's like, basically a mallet is. Um, it's kind of like the concept of a of a drumstick, but it has a soft yarn end that's padded basically. And what okay. happens is it's not going to damage when you hit. Like notes, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, and you, it's a very movement kind of instrument. You have to That's move. Two people can play it. Yeah, yeah, two people can play it, but like 
you can play it with one and you play it with four mallets so you stick one in between like your pinky and your ring finger and then one in between your index finger and your thumb and you like it's like a rhythm it's like yeah. a like a dance with your hands almost like that's awesome yeah i love it it's one of if i had a marimba here i'd be like hold on guys i got you but like okay <laughs> about the only thing i could play is the spoons Oh, I actually, good. I actually can't read music. Yeah, that's it. I actually can't read music. I've never can been able. Hear it and yeah, I can. I can repeat it. Like I had it in band camp. It took me longer to learn things because I was a very visual, hands-on learner. So it's like what I'm sitting here. Band camp. We we want a band <laughs> camp store. I know something. I was that hey. awkward kid that was in the corner, like, hey, it's really hot out here. I'm gonna <laughs> get some water. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna oh. sit over here in the shade. But yeah, like that's that's kind of like started, you know, things. And then I actually didn't start singing again until like two and a half years ago, or mm. not even two and a half, like really like you play two to one half. Um, I can play the saxophone a little bit. Got a little Lisa Simpson in her. Yeah, a little Lisa Simpson in Oh, and like like bongos, like bongos and like congos and stuff like that. I can play like a bass drum. Shout out to all the all the girls that can play the organ and the skin flute real good. Holla at your boy Happy. No doubt, no doubt. Well timed, well done, sir. Well done, sir. I don't expect anything less. Nah, he's an expert, yo. So two years ago, you started singing again, and you have all these features. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. I just kind of like. Started back at it, I guess. It wasn't even started back at it. It was kind of like, I never sang in public. Like, I sang for the first time in public at Cypher Saturday. And it is just like, I had songs that I had, you know, just wrote and stuff. I've wrote poetry, like, my whole life. Nice. And just kind of like, oh, I guess I'll do this. I'll take my hand How at it. How did it feel to perform for the first time? Where like Honestly, like, it was, it's like, I don't sing for anybody but myself. I don't care about having fans. Hell like, it's yeah. it's like, for me. And in the sense of, like, it's a whole different release and feeling than I can create with any sort of, like, like viewable, visual, visual yeah. art. So it's, like, I don't – it's a hard feeling to describe. Like, when I, after I sing, I have to go be by myself for a second and just, mm. like, breathe because it's, like, whoo, like, yeah, that yeah. just happened. I just, like, you know, v- laid out vulnerability yeah. on the table, like, oh, oh this is me. Yeah. Oh, Slap, you know, like I'm just literally giving all of myself to you right now. Like I don't know if you realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is yeah. these words are so personal to me. You know, these words are things that I feel, and I my writing is really weird and abstract. So I'm not sure if a whole lot of people get it. Yeah. But like, right. to me, it's like some things. It's just like wants it wants to bring me to tears. You know, because mm. it's like this is so intimate. You know, so oh, yeah. deep. Yeah. And I guess mm. to me, that's you know, what music's supposed to be about. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, um, you know, when you take it from writing, because like you said you could write in a certain style, but I got they, they mm-hmm. style and how they put words together. But when you perform it, it's, you convey it more, you know what I mean, uh, accurately to, you know, how it's written. Somebody could read it and they're going to read it from their own perspective. But when you perform it to them, you give them your mm-hmm. perspective with the words. And I think that's dope that, you know, you're willing to put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. Not just with your words, but with, you know, the performance, too. Absolutely. So, uh, and it, it still blows my mind, like, I'm not trying to, like, make myself a musician or make myself a singer or anything like that. It's just, like, like I said, I do this for me. But at the same time, it's blowing my mind that in the short amount of time, I've touched so many stages. Like, I've had such the honor 
to perform around so many places in Knoxville, yeah. and it's just like it's I don't even have to really try. Like it's not like I'm not the greatest singer. There's so many better singers, you know, and I'm aware of that. It's just like just the opportunity to have people hear me and hear my words. Oh yeah, that's I that's guess. the most important. Yeah. That's so the most important part, man. Is like yeah. just to like your you know like your uh, your what what's the word I'm looking for your um, titty. No, I'm always. That's what. I'm that's, sure that's the word you was looking for. I was for. looking at the titties when I started. Oh, oh, well, yeah, oh, yeah. oh all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> I gotta take some responsibility no. for that. While I apologize. <laughs> no, I, I guess what I'm trying to say, uh, your art, basically, right? Yeah. Just take yeah. it and and uh, to convey it on, you know, that that that's big. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, absolutely. To be like to stand on a stage and have everybody look at you, and then not only look at you but hear this is just like, oh, this is like intimidating. It's like, oh. You know, it's just like, yeah, I gotta breathe for a second. Yeah. Like, remember nah, where you real. are and what's happening. You know, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, well, I should have asked this question at first, but I'm sorry. How did the how did the name Luna Ritz come about? Mm. <coughs> um, actually, Good like one. before I ever really got involved in the hip hop scene or anything, um, it was probably like a year and a half or so after I moved back from Nashville, um. I wanted to create an alternate personnel for my art. You know, okay. I wanted to create something. I actually wanted to create like a, a graffiti name, but oh, <laughs> tag um, name, all right? But uh, I never, never pursued that. But um, I just wanted a different person to visually create art. Like, if it was so deep that I didn't want to put my name on it, kind of right. thing. Um, and then it just kind of worked out well in my benefit for when mm. I started singing and when I started marketing myself i guess yeah. i could put a different name that's i guess kind of catchy and like luna came from like <laughs> i i feel like the moon controls my life mm. all right so i was half right <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like the moon controls my life i'm a water sign okay you know if the moon well, can control the ocean i'm a cancer oh, okay all right yeah okay if all uh right. you know if the moon's strong enough to control the ocean there's no reason that it's not having an impact on my life and not really sure where Ritz came from. It just kind of happened. It just oh, kind of right. flowed. And I was like, okay. that works. See, yeah, it works. see I was going to say. Not I Ritz crackers. Yeah, darn. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. Like, I was like, I've I never heard before. of a moon crackers. Moon crackers? I don't think it's. It could be moon and crackers. Moon and crackers. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> two <laughs> eyes, right? Uh, three. Three eyes in Ritz? Mm-hmm. Oh, so why is your three eyes in Ritz? That it's three eyes. Yeah, I got three you. Eyes. Yeah. I see. I see what you're doing, oh, man. Gotcha. See with your third eye, man. Uh, okay. Visually see with your third eye. Gotta, gotta start with my, you know, my third eye. Well, <laughs> I'll be my fifth eye then. I like the brown eye sometimes too, girls. How that man? What in the world, <laughs> My man, uh, my man. <laughs> Never let so, you down. So, um, I don't, I don't know if, if, if whiskey, if wasabi. I gotta get used to saying that. If wasabi and Pete have, have a, have um, have heard your stuff, but I know from me listening to it, um, I want to say when I hear you sing. The, the artist that comes to mind is Beth Gibbons. Do you know what Beth Gibbon, Gibbons is? I don't, actually. Lead singer of Portishead. I didn't know that was her name. You know what's funny? Is <laughs> anytime I go into a studio and anybody asks me what I aspire is actually my sound I created from Portishead. I wanted to sound <laughs> like it wasn't even like trying to copy or anything. Cool. When I go to people and they're like, well, you want you want me to produce something for you? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, give me like a Portis head vibe because they yeah. were the start of oh my gosh I am like yeah. just brain farted out oh my gosh uh 
What for say Porter side? Like no, music the, box? No, uh, the genre. Oh my gosh. What? Trip hop? Yes, thank you. I don't know why. That's I say it all the time. Thank you. Um, yeah, that they are the start of trip hop, and that's what I want my sound to be. You mm. know, like that is what I would say I am. You know, it's working. Yeah, like <laughs> it just it feels right because I have such a weird indie voice. I would say. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. my voice is weird, yeah. so it just kind of. Sound like works. Jesus and Fergie had a baby. So. <laughs> okay. Ooh. I can Kay. see that. I can see that. I get told, yeah. like, my buddy Samaj tells me a lot that I remind shout him out to Samaj. of. Yeah, shout out to Samaj. Um, he says I remind him of, like, Florence and Machine a little bit. Which yeah, she's, that too. She's I a can see huge, that. like, I don't have her range. Oh, God, yeah, that, that's, range, yeah. But, like, she's a huge inspiration for me. Like, I have been listening to, to them for a long time. Mm. Right. Florence Welch's. A beautiful soul. Like I love yeah. music dearly. Like it speaks yeah. to me on on levels I can't <laughs> even describe. You know, like yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um. So so we already talked about so Porter's head and um Florence from Florence and the Machine. Or who are some other influences? Um, hands down, Kid Cudi. Okay, Cudi. I, I love Cudi. I love Cudi's sound. I love the how he changed everything. Um. Also, Frank Ocean. I love. Love Frank Ocean. But let me let me ask you this because you, you hear that a lot. A lot of people uh, reference, you know, different different artists as you know, you know, influencing mm-hmm. you know not just them but almost like a generation. And Cuddy comes up a lot. What is it about Cuddy to you that you think is so impactful on so many you know up and coming artists? Um, like I think for like I'm 22, so like kind of that age group. You started listening to Cuddy or you first heard Cuddy in middle school, which was the same for me. You know, like, I didn't really start, like, diving into him until I got a little bit older or, like, understanding it, you Mm. know. But, like, for a person who has dealt with depression and anxiety and stuff, like, I've never, like, I've never smoked, like, like weed like that or anything or, like, drank or anything or done drugs. But the way he poetically spoke to me Mm. and put it to an upbeat beat. Like, yeah. was just like, oh, man, shit, this is like, this works. It just, like, Man on the Moon is one of my favorite albums, if not mm. my favorite album, because it just, like, the story there is so relatable. Like, Kid Cudi is my big brother. Like, Kid Cudi is your big brother. Mm. You know, And people will say that, you know, like, right. going back to, like, getting to see him in concert this year or this past year, like, that oh, dope. was a defining moment for me that... Like the the adrenaline high that I left after that show because it was like I felt better, you know. Like hearing Pursuit of Happiness live, that song, like after I left, it was just like truly changed the way I looked at the song. It was like I am on my own pursuit of happiness. Fire. All all of us are, you know. Like, right. and just the impact he had on rap and hip hop. Yeah. You know, like we <laughs> we have this debate all the time, but he. He brought dance to hip hop. Mm. You know, like dance? him and him and like Kanye. Yeah, like like um working with MG is it MGMT, right? Yeah. Something like that, right? I think it's rock right. band MGMT? No, it's um they're like a dancey band. They're like Okay. Oh, I think I know you're talking about. I think I know you're talking about. Like yeah, an yeah. electronic yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, sound. Okay. He yeah, brought yeah. that aspect to yeah. the presence and like <laughs> as weird as it sounds, he brought like I guess the attention of like everybody, not just like 
like targeted to specific cultures or specific places. Mm. Now it's like everybody can enjoy this genre. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. I mean, like I was I'll raised. Check out Kid Cudi. I was raised on Tupac and mm. and my dad wasn't a huge Biggie fan, but like Nappy Roots and Outkast. Right. Like I was raised on these people. Like I'm this like <laughs> little Troy. <laughs> like I'm like this like really teeny tiny white girl with my head out my dad's like old BMW. Like. Literally singing Little Troy right, right, and like right. Tupac Dope. and Outkast, like it's nothing like. But at the same time, my mom still brought like the 80s in. And yeah. then like I started to develop my own taste, you know, and like my own taste now develop into a passion and a love and a potential career, you know? Right. Like, okay. that's cool. Like, and it all, yeah. like, it for me, it all kind of just starts and is defined with Cuddy. Like, yeah. he's just, he is, I feel like, the millennials prince. Yeah. The millennials. Okay. Michael Jackson, okay. like, I don't know, just yeah, he speaks. He's, way, he yeah. speaks to like well, I, I mean, you can never replace them. No, you can not. never replace those. Are always going to be legends, but like, it's not, I don't think you got to ever think yeah, about yeah, replacing yeah. anybody. You no, know what I mean? No, like, that's, the way that's awesome. My age group idolizes Cuddy. Yeah, it's like that. You know, it's mm. it's just so relatable. I got right. two pairs of shoes older than you right now. <laughs> oh man, <He's laughs> <like> two pairs, <laughs> two pairs. <laughs> Um, shout out to Tate. Shout out to Tate. <laughs> um, so so wait, you said your 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 mom brought in the eighties. What's a one eighty song that you can remember your mom playing for you? Uh, every rose it, has its thorns. Poison by Poison. Nice. Wait, hey, hold on. Let me wait. wait. Uh, yeah, I, I know the I know the song from yeah. Dave Chappelle, but uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm lying. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I know because as as a youth, I used to listen to I used to listen to um, Poison a lot of big hair band from back then. So yeah. So so yeah. Po- she brought in so much like Poison and Brett Michaels, but also like she brought in some like of the hip hop side too. Mm. Like I can't say she didn't right. you know, run DMC and stuff like that. Mm. Like Ooh. what Electric Slide and like just like the dancey Ooh, stuff. What? Right. And then, but also like the country side too. So like, I guess kind of branching it slowly to the '90s, like uh, Strawberry Wine. Who I can't oh. remember who it's by right now. Oh, I know. Oh, she's she's, she's from here too. Is she? She's from. I think she's from Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah, no, not Mar- I think not she is, yeah. I think it's Miranda. Miranda, Miranda. I mean, like, Stop I, it. No. Yeah, but I've I remember that song. I've been exposed to a lot of different yeah. genres yeah. of music. I can't, I can't say I haven't been. You I know, mean, like, I could say the same. They all, like, kind of factor in stuff. Oh, yeah, you know? I love yeah, it. Yeah, that creates the best oh, artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, an artist is like you can only put out what you bring in, right? Mm-hmm. So if you only have one stream of influence or inspiration gonna be pretty predictable as an artist you know what i mean and predictable artists are trash you know as a rule you know what i mean if you know what an artist is gonna do before he does it that's not art you yeah. know what I'm saying? so now nah, i respect that you know what i mean be able yeah. to bring in different streams of influence and inspiration oh, yeah. okay so so let's um let's do this because for so for someone that that doesn't know about the art that you spoke of um i'll try to remember as many as i can um, what would you what would you give them to to listen to from Porter's Head, a song, or two? Mm. Okay, this is gonna sound crazy. I was actually introduced to Porter's Head recently. Mm. Like okay. like I'm talking about like in the past like five years. Okay. I I'm also terrible with names. I can't remember the first name of their album, but I've only. Oh, for, listened I can like tell you, it's Porter's like Head. Then you had Dummy. Then you had Third. Yes. And Porter's Head Live. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't really care for the live album that much. It was kind of weird. 
Um, I've listened, <laughs> like I've listened to them, Joel but I didn't know. really like the first one and Dummy were the only ones that I really listened to, okay. like fairly. But I haven't like actually went back and listened to them probably with, within the past like year and a half. Okay. Um, but just the the sound is like it's more yeah. of like the yeah, feeling the music gives me like. I mean, I can I can name like Cuddy songs and stuff, but as bad okay. as that sounds, right. I know like. Yeah. All right. No. So so for terrible. me for terrible. me for me with Portishead, <laughs> if I had to tell somebody like like a, um let's say like my top five Portishead songs, number one is Only You. Okay. Number two is um Glory Box. I love I, I Glory Box is an obvious for me. I feel like that's like such a root song on the yeah. pop train. Um number what was that so what was that? that was two. Yes. Three is the Rip. Three the Rip is off third. See, I didn't listen to that album much. Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh God, that like 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 I'll the one thing I love. The I'll one thing I love about about Portishead is that it's never the same with them. They they yeah. have like this Radiohead type vibe. It's like 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 with the exception of Kid A and Amnesia sounding kind of similar. All other albums from Radiohead is like like you see this progression in their music. Don't hate me, but I actually don't like Radiohead. That's fine. Like, I, a I lot get of people that. are like, why? And I'm like, Yo, I, just I like never all sorts of head. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, oh, man, it's undefeated. Yeah. Okay, but no, no, I get it, cause, 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 cause. I'll tell you this: I have a friend that um that loves Muse, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to play, and she played them for me. I'm like, they sound like Radiohead, and See, they got met. They were ready to cut my hair off. From, no, from I that. agree. It was like it was like like I when agree. I, the first song I heard from Muse was "Take a Bow," that was on the Watchmen soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I was like, if this doesn't sound like Radiohead, I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. Then um, a couple other songs, like you could kind of hear it, but it's like they don't sound like Radiohead. I'm like, dude, this dude is trying to sound like Dom York so bad it's not even funny. Yeah. On yeah. Song, on some songs, not on all songs, but on some songs, it was like you get that Radiohead vibe from mm-hmm. from Muse. But um, so let's see, that was Rip, and Fifth. Oh, what's my? I can't remember the name of the song now, but it's the one that I used for um, the, the I used it as, in a sample for a song I did. Um, and that was and it was a few. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um. Gosh. All right. I have to come back to that because I gotta find out what the fifth song is now. But yeah. All right. So um, let's go. Uh, Kid Cudi. Five songs that that Kid that, that that if if that so for someone like me that really doesn't listen to Kid Cudi like that, five songs you would recommend for me to listen to, from him. Absolutely, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. If you haven't, if you're on this planet and you haven't heard Day and Night, I don't know what's wrong with you. That's right. like such an iconic song. Right. Like no matter who you are and how old you are, I feel like that's yeah, that song. It's kind of you couldn't get away from that um, song. Mm, you gotta make me like look at the like options I have here. There's right. so many options. Um, okay. No, if fine, you wanna like, man, there's there's just so many good ones. Oh well, while you're thinking, let me let me say this because like. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, Mr. I, Rager. Mr. Rager. <gasps> oh, Mr. Rager. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're coming now. God, Mr. Ra- oh, Mr. Rager is such right, a so like. That's, that's three. Girls. Oh man. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> coming now. Oh right. Jeez. <laughs> yo, he's nice. He I'm, got skills, I'm, yo. I'm glad you're laughing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, she yeah. knew what was gonna happen. She, I'm I expected you, yeah, it. Okay, okay, okay good, good, it. good, good, good. I know, you know I know we, how you work. We on doers and sayers, or I do, before the guest comes on, say, okay, you know we do the show with Pete, right? Like, <laughs> you, yeah. oh yeah, you know what's gonna happen, <laughs> right? It's like, uh, yeah, okay. And it's like, huh? And then he's gonna talk about titties. Like, really? Like, 
also yours to the show then. <laughs> All right then. So now you know. But yeah. Ooh, ooh. Well I also have to say Manic, which is on Man on the Moon 2. Okay. You definitely got to put that in there. All right. And number five. Oh, number five. But what I was going to say Ooh, 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 and obvious. Okay, okay. I've got to like, i got to put two in there. Okay. Oh. i got to put yeah, Intergalactic. Okay. Intergalactic and okay. an obvious, which is like soundtrack to my life. Okay. Which Intergalactic, though, is like such an upbeat, groovy song. It's like you can dance to it, but it's like, oh, at the same time, it's really good. Like, I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't know. Just, I don't right. know. You can just kind of like so, shimmy to it. So <laughs> Intergalactic was five and what was six? Uh, did I miss it? Did I, or was I? Soundtrack to my life, but see at oh, the same time. Soundtrack to my life and intergalactic. Okay, all right. At the same time, I would just be like, just go listen to Man on the Moon, just because the first one, just because like I like every song with a burning passion on that, except uh, the one that he like sampled Lady Gaga in. Poker Face. Yeah, he yeah he sampled Poker Face, but. Oh, there's another Make one. Maker Say, it's Maker Say. Yeah, oh. yeah, he sa- okay. that's the song. Yeah, I just okay. that's the I don't really mm. that song that much. It's the only one. Like, okay. I can listen to it, but it's not my favorite. Hey, one song oh, on the oh, album. Oh. oh. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's did a hell of a job, like yeah. Yeah, All right, and so um, okay, uh, so <laughs> what about a couple songs from Florence and Machine? If you're lucky, <laughs> Florence and Machine. Uh, what the water tells me, shake it out. Um, dog days are over. Oh, what's the name of that one song? I think it's like, it's like a weird song. It's like Coffin Boy or something like that. Okay, it's like. It tells it tells a story. Like she had a kind of a concept album, I guess, for her first project. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, I'll have to check those out when I get a chance. Yeah. Cause I like I know about I knew about Florence in the Machine from different things, and I think she was on ASAP Rocky's second album. So, first. I think she first first album. Okay. Yeah. yeah. First. Thank you. Yeah. Too sick. First album. Sorry. But um, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of guest features on that the second album. Yeah. But first album. Yeah. And um. And so, but I want to say that, um, what was I going to say? The way I found out about Kid Cudi was through, um, oh God, Schoolboy Q. Because he has a song, I, I forgot, about, like yeah. that crush, a bit, little bit, yeah. roll it up, take yeah, a that, hit, um, that and chick that on covered the that, wheel. Yeah, that chick that covered that, she's an amazing, amazing performer. I loved her cover. Mm, I loved okay. her cover. But, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, so, so that's how I found out a, a little bit more I about can't believe Kid you Cudi. Didn't, I can't believe you didn't find out. Via like Kanye, um, I'm not a big Kanye fan. Like, like e- if it's if it's like anything old, after old old Kanye. Well, like like like, like like I think yeah. I want to say, yeah, what was it? Uh, late registration. Everything anything after late registration, I kind of was like. They ju- yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Late registration. Late registration. Everything after I was like, okay, I'm, I'm I think I'm good on Kanye. That's fair. That's fair. He became but a different know. artist. Yeah, I think. I mean, either pre, you went with him harder, is, or is, you went away from yeah. him. So, but yeah, um, now, um, another moniker that you go by is, um, Modest Monkey. Yeah, that's actually just been my username on stuff forever, but that <laughs> came from Modest Mouse. Yeah. I've like, I've listened to Modest Mouse for a really long oh. time. And that was like, this sounds like a nice username when I'm like in middle <laughs> school. And I've just stuck with it because it's just been like, I might need to borrow that name because I like to modestly touch monkeys. <laughs> that was a reach. That yeah. was a reach. Yeah. Was, was you like, like the mouse you touch your monkey. You touch my monkey. That's for sure. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> nah, we doing good. But yeah, now. yeah. That's 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 um. But yeah, um. Back to Midas Mouse. So um. Okay. So, 
What about a couple of songs from Modest Mouse, if you don't mind? Or is that asking too much? Um, Anytime I'm doing too much. so weird and long. Right. I mean, I, I actually. I would just say literally for anybody because the, they have so much music yeah. that I would just be like, just go search them. Just don't, don't say right. anything. Just go <laughs> search them. Because right. it's just like their names are really weird and really funky. And like, yeah. <laughs> like I can listen to them religiously and forget their names. But yeah. in all honesty, like the people that I'm telling you I listen to, this is what I I did. And I couldn't remember song names because yeah. like I had a truck. Well, I, I, I bought the it. CD. Yeah. Like for literally up until this year, I've been buying CDs. Playing that CD back to back, couldn't tell you song names. Yeah, right. right. Because like well, I just know the words. Right. You know, yeah. I just know the artists right. and the words. Right. Right. It's right. just right. like, like. Right. Shout out to McKay's. <laughs> oh, McKay's was like a holy grail for me. That's the spot. That I gotta go back there. I haven't been to McKay's in a minute. You gotta get that. Gotta get back over there. Yeah, but that's um. So, so, but yeah, because I remember um. I want to say. A while back, Modest Mouse came to Knoxville. And, yeah. Um, and a long, oh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I won't say, oh, could have been almost 10 years ago, maybe, more or less. Yeah, it had to have been 10 years ago, because I remember, um, the, I found out about them through playing a video game. Um, M- One of the MOBs that came out, they had Midas Mouse on there. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, I asked one friend, like, do you like Modest Mouse? Because I got, like, two free tickets to go see them. <laughs> and then it was like he was like yeah, but you know uh, my other friend because it was like it was like it was like a group text message and the other one was like I like Modest Mouse I really like Modest Mouse like take me to see him can you take me like, <laughs> and I was like well I already told this guy I was gonna take him and then he was like yo let, he could he could take my spot it's fine he loves he loves them yeah so we went to There's see them and it was, it was it was and it was like packed it was at the um, international mm-hmm. and it was packed and it was like man I didn't think I didn't know they. I didn't know there was that They're serious. another, like, they're an icon band for this, gen- like, my generation, the mm. millennials and stuff, okay. for, like, indie. Like, like kind of like Radiohead. It's, like, they're kind of like, I guess, well, no, they're about the same. I guess oh, they kind of came out at the same yeah. time Radiohead did. But, like, they're still that kind of, like, iconic indie band. Yeah. Like, like, they are iconic. name rings for no sure. No questions asked. Like, I think, I will think always be. If I had to name an iconic band from, from my youth, I think, and they're going to be here. I think either next month or sometime this year. And that's the Flaming Lips. I never really got into them. See, um, I guess for me, growing up in Georgia and listening to college radio, that's one of the first. The um, I think it's Vaseline, Vaseline. The Vaseline song was like the first song I ever heard from them, mm-hmm. and that song just like just clicked with me. And then they then um hear others. Shut up, Pete. No, Don't no, even. No, 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 no. <laughs> and so you let it slide. That was so easy. And then, um, then they oh, had the wand. Pound for that, man. He let like, that one slide. It was so. And easy. it was like, um, yo, it was, and and it was just like, yo, I think they're one of the most most that they're that band. I, I would, I think, if I had to name like bands that are kind, they're like yeah. a lot of them from from when I was a youth. But I want to say that was, like, indie, unknown. Bands that just like rose to prominence through grassroots and other things, yeah. like, and so I think yeah, that's absolutely. pretty cool. All right, um, you two are being awfully quiet over there. You got anything you want to say? Ask, ask. Uh, yo, we let you rock, man. Yeah, yo, well, you don't yo, let I me like rock. I mean, that's great. Yo, I can rock, but it's your saying. Oh well, thank you very much. Yeah, so <laughs> um, know a lot about some of this music that you was talking. About. So I'm learning. I'm. Oh. I got this. My brain is storing some shit. Oh, cool! Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so so so, but man, like I said, like like um, so it's it's cool because I now when you mention these arts, I could hear 
certain things. Maybe not from Midas Mouse, but the other other yeah, artists yeah. were just like, yeah, mm. okay, I, I get, it. I can see how how that could come about. And now you mentioned how much of an impact Kid Cudi has an impact on had an impact on you. Now when I hear more stuff from you, it's like, okay, yeah, I get mm-hmm. it now. I get it. I get it. He made like, I feel like really talking about your mental health issues within like within like African American culture okay uh-huh. because like you talked about stuff with Tupac and you talked about stuff with like the older cats and Kanye and stuff but you didn't really talk about like hey I've got these mental health problems I'm gonna talk right. about this yeah. I'm gonna openly rap about this right that's because a I fact feel like I, I feel like in, in, in that in your all's community in your all's culture I feel like that's something that is forced to hush you're not supposed to talk about that. And that's like, but that's also been like, that's where I resonate is it's been like that growing up for me. We don't talk about that. You're strong. You know, you can get through this. It's tough love and stuff like that. So it's like, I can resonate with that. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I think that's 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 a lot of, um, that happens throughout all. Yeah, a lot of cultures. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I think really. I think definitely it is a is a stigma attached to you know black culture when it comes to dealing with that. But you know, like so many other things that you know, oh, mm-hmm. you attach it to black culture, but it's not just black culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, a lot of people that deal with that, and um, you know, I think it's be, it's become it, a light's being shed on it. Right? Yeah, definitely. Like for sure. Definitely. Like, I think I think. Um, not to not to get too heavy on it, but a lot of stuff that get attributed to black culture really mean like yo people who are disenfranchised or people who don't have a lot. When you poor and you ain't got a lot, mm-hmm. yo they tell you don't complain about nothing, be strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that it just so happened that you know a lot of black people fit in that box, but it's not just I, black people. You know what I'm saying? I guess I put it with like hip hop music and like like the rap culture. I guess. Rather than like putting it on a specific yeah. culture, more right. like yo, it's poor, disenfranchised people, man. Like, you know I mean, you and could, that's that's anybody yeah. that's in that culture, you know. Yeah. Like, it's well, we talk about this, we don't talk about that, we don't touch that, subject. right? Right, that's not something right. we talk about. And yeah, I feel like Cuddy was a huge indicator of raising his hand and being like, yo, I'm gonna talk about the time I tried to kill myself, yeah. right? But I'm gonna put it on this happy ass beat. Right, and make right. it okay. We gonna we gonna talk about our problems. We gonna dance while we talk right. about our problems. Right, right. cool. So it's like cool. that's that balance of a good song. See, yeah. and see for me that would that would be a lot of the '90s rock, a lot of a lot of the that's alt fair. rock. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah like a, like a lot of it. Like like if I wasn't getting it from rap, like you know the depression and stuff, I was definitely getting it from hearing Kurt Cobain because Kurt was like, "Yo, what the?" Like yeah. He had a song called "I Hate Myself and I Want to Die." Like what? I mean, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like I recently when I when I found out that heart shaped box is a song about abortion, I'm like, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, um, heart shaped box is a song about it was about abortion, and uh, he was like, you know, um, like he says, what? I wish you'd cut your umbilical noose so I could come right back. Mm-hmm. He's like, like a lot of things he was saying in the song. It's like, like yo, okay, it's like basically, it's like, um, uh, a dead child talking to his a ghost of a child talking to his talking to his mom for for abortioning him. That's why. Hey, wait! I got a real complaint. Forever in debt to your price's advice. Damn, that's deep. Interesting. So yeah. So um, yo, Kurt, Kurt had a lot of stuff, and there was, and it wasn't just him. Like I remember, 
Under the Bridge is a song about drugs and, and dealing with dealing with my drug from Red Hot Chili oh, Peppers. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Dealing with you well, know. you know how they wrote their songs, right? Yeah, like or they the would literally go into the desert or the mountains and just get just baked on anything they could yeah. get their hands wow. on. And I write heard about that too for wow. a weekend or a week, and then come back and record it. Oh, yeah. they just wow. get fucked up and just go. Like right. that's okay. how they wrote. Like yeah, like still where they mainly <laughs> write, you know. Yeah. Like, like right. let's trust some acid just like right. Yeah. Like I, I'm just like more power to you. Like do yeah. do your thing. Like I, for me, it's like I want this to come from like, like that's why I don't do anything. That's why I don't drink and stuff. It's like right. sober me is the best me. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you know, I guess everybody got to because there's a lot of artists that you know did that. They they got you know fucked up to tap into a part of them that you know who knows if they intentionally closed that off. Yeah, and it took drugs for them to get access yeah, back to it. Like you know what I'm saying? Sure. I, yeah, you're right. You know, um, but it, it, you know, what I mean, almost. I mean, um, I, not to say every time, but very often, people who rely on you know some type of substance to get them to their artistic yeah. side, that ends up spiraling out of control oh, yeah. at some yeah. point. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the um, right. That's the whack part about it, man. Okay. Yo, uh, what's what's the kid? Santana, Fredo Santana just passed. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know, that's obviously a result of heavy, you know what I mean, um, drug use. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you know, I don't know how much of that was, you know, for him to access his art, or how much of it was just really a coping mechanism yeah. Yeah. for stuff that you know he came through and seen. You know what I'm saying? But yo, I'll rap to him. Yeah, I'll rap yeah. Fredo. Um. Get off, let's get off this uh, little depression stuff. Um, <laughs> let's talk about you um, and being a manager of artists. Hey, How did yeah, that yeah. come about? Um, honestly, Mr. Tusick Jackson, a.k.a. DJ, just kind of, we had been working on stuff, and he just kind of assigned it to me, and I guess I realized what I was doing was that. So oh, it just kind of no. like, just kind of happened organically, I guess, and it just kind of works out, you know. But it doesn't end with 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 too sick. Who who else do you who else in the city do you manage? Uh, just DJ right now. Like just DJ. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of took a step back. Um, I was uh, helping out like Andy and stuff there for a little bit. Yeah. But um, he he spoke he spoke very highly of you when we had him on the show. Yeah, I love love Andy. Andy's a good dude. He's so talented. Yeah, man. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry, listeners. If you don't know, Andy is also known by Dirty Jean. Yes, 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 absolutely. Young Rick Moranis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pizza God. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, and then, um, well, well, how about this? Why don't you tell us about because we know because we know about Two Sick from NBA, which we know about Dirty Jean. Um, why don't you tell us about um another artist that that we that that I'm really fond of, and that's D Smith. What's your relationship with him like? And 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 is that in the works that you're going to become his manager? Or is he fine by himself? Uh, maybe like he's working on a bunch of stuff right now. We'll see how like how, how time progresses. You mm. know what? You got to get him on what the show his too. needs are. Yeah, For he's sure. absolutely one of my best friends, and you know like roommates. Like I, I love him dearly. So were you on the night after album? Like like, uh, like no, like he actually finished. Night yeah, before. the night before. Uh, he, gosh, that's horrible. He, uh, Forgive me. Sorry. He finished that project up he was finishing up right when like we came into each other's lives okay so like like we had just recently met and he was working on that he kept that project mm. very like quiet hush hush like he didn't really we didn't talk about it much because he, he's kind of like that kind of secretive person when yeah. he's like working on a body of work he doesn't like anybody to see it you know which is understandable a lot of artists are like that i totally yeah. get it um but yeah like he is an extremely talented man like he's 
he's just been like working and producing and stuff. Right. Like I love him. He's a homie. Okay, so um, I uh, got I got a question. Yeah. What's up? As, as a manager, right? What What do you think you provide or managers provide artists um, that they don't know that they need until they get a manager? Um, I think it's with the case for DJ, it was making, like, I guess, him see the side of marketing and rebranding himself. Because a lot mm. of, like, hip-hop artists don't see that. You, like, right. kind of look over that. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to rap and make my music. I'm going to go to the studio and stuff. I'm just going to drop it. Call it a day. It's so much more than that. Right. It's so, so much more than that. You've got to promote. You've got to promote correctly. you got to promote at certain times of the day. you right. got to create a look for yourself, an aesthetic that's pleasing visually. Right. You know, you've got to hit up blogs. You've got to email, like... Like an EPK, you have to build an EPK. Right. You know, you have to take the time uh, to do all this stuff. What's an EPK for someone? An oh. electronic press kit. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, wow. which is basically your bio, photos, videos, links, right. everything to find you and stuff. You know, it's oh. giving him more of like the creative freedom, but taking on a business side of things. Right. Which oh. I. Like, I understand both sides of the, the spectrum, you know, right. but I'm also able to, like, still be able to throw a show and, like, still be able to write and still, like, you know, I can, that's, that's, you I can do, do a both lot. of it. So it's, like, I understand that and I'm good at creating a, an aesthetic for somebody, you right. know, like, going, okay, well, this is what you do. This is how you look visually. Like, how can we translate this? on social media right how can we attract people on social media right and it's kind of like i've broken it down into like a spectrum of like the rule of five so it's basically if we're traveling you know we're we're connecting we're linking with other people across the states you know it's like hitting people up creating a personal relationship with that person so if we go to that city they're going to come to that show no matter what right and that's mm. hitting up five different people in that city making a personal relationship another artist so it it corresponds. They come here, we're gonna come. You know, right. we go there, they're gonna come. That's five people in the show that you can guarantee. Right. That's awesome. You know. Yeah. And that adds up quick. The word of mouth yeah. spreads, and, and that's you know, how you build. Five is twenty five. That's how you build, and it's yeah. it's respecting and understanding the process, and lo- knowing it's okay to slow down and breathe and look at where you're at now. Right. And instead of looking so far ahead in the future and being like, well, that's my goal, and there's no other way to right. get it. It's not. Nah, we need to make smaller goals. We need right. to make this step. You know, like this year, like, my goal is to get him on a festival. Right. No matter what. No matter where it's at, you know. It's going to happen. Like, we, it's it's going to work out. It's just emails. Or it's it's networking. It's And that's what I can do for him. And that's what I can provide is we go to, we'll go to Atlanta. We'll go to Nashville. We'll go to Asheville. We'll go to these, like, right. chat. We'll go to these surrounding county or cities, not counties, and just meet people. Yeah. Just talk. Just make a, a, a relationship with somebody, you know. That's important. And later down the road when I need that person, they're going to be there. Right. You know, we've got people in these cities and it's just working to continue to build that bond. Right. Mm. So we can continue to grow as, as an artist, as a brand, as a business, you know, for sure. It's deeper than just rap. Let me ask you this. Um, just to piggyback off that, if you had to like ballpark, a, you know, a percentage of artists in this circuit if you will that you think are suffering from not having a manager or management skills for their art how many people do you think are being held back by not having 
not managing say, their craft correctly. I wouldn't say necessarily having a manager because you don't re- you don't necessarily need a manager to do it. You can do it by yourself. There's a lot of artists that have. But, but they like, need to manage what yeah. they're doing. But then, yeah, you need Whether to you're doing yourself. it or somebody yeah, else. I, I say a l- I couldn't give you like a solid percentage, but I'd say well over. I'd say like at least half. Like a lot okay. of people don't realize like what's right. happening in the aspects that they need to take and the steps they need to take right. to achieve right. what they need, what they want, and how to really achieve a goal instead of just being like, I got this, man. Right. Like, this, I got this. Somebody going to hear this on SoundCloud. I ain't got to touch it. Right, exactly. Like, but you got to promote it. You got to yeah. share it. You got to work for it. Yeah. It ain't coming. It ain't. There ain't Absolutely. no handouts. It's not, it's not how this works, you know? Right. That's a fact. And I, I, I felt like that's important, and I'm glad that you were able to, you know, expound on, on that here because that's something that, you know, you know, I talk about a lot because I feel like there is a lot of talent in this town, a lot of There's talent. so much talent. More talent than a lot of so much bigger cities have. Mm-hmm. But people are not marketing themselves and presenting themselves effectively, and you might as well not come out your basement, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like for real, you might as well stay. If you're not, if you're not you know? active in the scene that you live in, the city that you live in, right. who's gonna know you? Right. There's so yeah. many rappers right. that I don't know that I meet that I'm like, well, you should come out more, man. Yeah. Like if yeah. you support us, we're gonna support you. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's well, a community. You know, this comes also. Some of these artists I can tell by looking at them, they spend more time trying to be, all oh, trying to be big in Atlanta. I'm trying to right. be big, and you got to be big here before you can be big. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you, so you don't have a household yeah. name. Who? Do, what, what does it matter? I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact. I agree. That's a fact, man. Okay. And a lot of people yeah. want to look, going to have a look. You see a lot. Yeah, they got all the right gear. They got the right watch, the right haircut. You know what I'm saying? But when you press play, your stuff sound trash. And it's not even that you whack. You're dope. But the sound you and have, how you put it together. You have you to know? be willing to invest right. in yourself. People don't financially, do physically, spiritually, mentally. Facts. You have to be a, you have to be willing to take that sacrifice. You have to take sacrifices. Right. There's no question about it. Right. Mm, like I mean it's you're gonna lose sleep. You're gonna lose money. Right. You're gonna fail. You're right. gonna fucking hit your face on the ground a few times. Trust right. me, I've been there, I've done that. Like and I'm going to do it again. There's no questions asked. But it's how you handle that fail. Right. It's how you handle that fall. Are you going to be able to climb back up? Or are you just going to stay down? Right. If you mm. stay down, then this isn't the, the place for you. Right. right. You know? 100%. Like. Okay. Okay. So um, now is the part in the show where we come to the music. And Luna, why don't you tell us about this song that you are featured on? Yeah, I did a little bridge on the song called Coming Home for the What the Water Tells Me soundtrack. Ooh. Uh, um, I actually saw that. Shout out to that. Shout out to um, yeah, that show Jay Bush and... Um, honestly, is one of the best things I've ever seen. Come I didn't know it was it's going to be, be so... Uh, is it... Seen. What's the word? Political? Like political and creative yeah. and abstract. Like it is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen created. You When you hear puppets, you think of hand puppets, but no, like... Yeah. Rachel, she builds. She's um, the Cattywampus Puppet Council. She builds, like, her and her crew build paper mache puppets, like heads and telephones and TVs and all this crazy stuff. And it's beautiful. It is amazing. Like, I can't preach it more, you know. And dance was included and hip-hop and, like, acting and, like, 
it was amazing. The story that right. was told is beautiful, and the soundtrack is incredible. Yeah, I, gotta check that, I know. Man. I know. For me, when I saw it, the one of the first things that came into my head was a uh, Dave Matthews band, "Don't Drink the Water." Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. most deaths, New World Order. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, 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 it was like, holy, like, that's those are first like songs that probably like, oh snap, okay, I, I get it, because it's like, 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 just everything that most of was saying about New World War was like, like coming through to me and this, and then no, Dave Matthews band has a song called "Don't Drink the Water," and it's like, all this stuff is just like, like running through my head, but it's still, it's still a dope play, and shout out to them for for doing it. Oh, so, absolutely. So, um, what's the name of the song again? Sorry, the song is named uh, "Coming Home," and it's featuring. It's actually a D Smith song. Okay. And it's featuring me and, and Jerry's Bush or Jay Bush, um, yeah. which it's produced and mixed and mastered by um, by Jay Bush. All right. Over from the Good Guy Collective. Shout out to the Good Guy Collective. Shout out to them. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. You know, he produced him and the theorist. You know, produced that whole project, recorded oh, no. it, it all, and it's beautiful. I'm I'm actually featured on two songs on it. Um, but I'm really <laughs> thankful. Like I'm really thankful to be a part of that. Like I could. I couldn't say it enough. It's amazing. The story it tells, it's relatable. You know, like I started at the birdhouse. Mm. And that's where I, my foot got in the door in this scene and it will always be a home for me. Right. Like always. And the song being coming home, it kind of worked at a perfect time. I took my, my step back from the birdhouse for a little bit, but came back ironically around the same time that I like recorded hey, that perfect. song. And yeah. just the words that I wrote are so relatable to the situation, but it's also relatable to the story that, that what the water tells me. All right. Yeah. Cool. And here we go. Oh, I've been gone for too long. It's time to get it right back. Catch the waves, surfing waves. Tell your demons that they better step back. Gone for too long, it's time to get it right back Making plays, better days on the way You better know that I attack Look, back at it like I never left Yes, world, I'm back home I've been missing for a long time Out of space, yeah, so gone Now I'm back in my ozone In the green grass that I grown on Bare feet with no soles on So I feel it all in my toes, homes Mama hit me on my old phone Ask me where you been I said, I don't know. Guess that I was dripping with the wind. Now it's time to wing it. Cut the losses. Dripping on them something like a faucet. Back in business with the pad and the pen. Yeah, we here now. It's real now. Tell your people this how real sound. And you're in now. I remember being solo. I was underground. Now we're climbing out the soil. Jumping to the cloud. Check me out. Oh no, I can't simmer down. Not a doubt. I don't need it. I don't know if they can see it. But I'm out here for a reason. I'm dreaming, you know I don't wanna wake up Finally made it home to the place that I done came up I've been gone for too long It's time to get it right back Catch the waves, surfing waves Tell your demons that they better step back I've been gone for too long It's time to get it right back Making plays, better days On the way, you better know that I attack It's time to bring it back home This journey 
too many days falling out of practice. I'm overlooked like a book. I gotta keep my balance, uh. Gotta keep the pressure. No, I better up my talents. Better get me better, better stay away from malice. Weighing all my options for me later to the masses. Bigger, bigger, bigger. Picture on the bigger canvas. Better cause some damage. No, we better keep it granny. Cause we solid like a rock. This hunger like a family. Uh, nigga, I'm the one. Tell me that you ain't. I'm shitting on number two. I promise I'll keep it quaint. I promise I'll live forever. My family, they can't relate. I promise I ain't for better. And better is what I stay. You can't look me in my face and tell me that it ain't real. Can't tell me I need to see the bigger up my appeal. I promise I go bananas. Don't look at me for a deal. The fruits of my labor done. So do with it what you will, what you feel. I've been gone for too long. It's time to get it right back. Catch the waves, surfing waves, tell your demons that they better step back. I've been gone for too long, it's time to get it right back. Making plays, better days, on the way you better know that I attack. Yeah, that was that was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, I like I like hearing you sing. Thanks. I can say that because it's like I, I said, you it. have like this. Well, I mean, it wasn't like like you had more of the uh, the the Florence type vibe with the lyrics and stuff. It was like you know, like I mean, I think I I can't like not like I'm trying to say like like stuff you say is dark, but it's like when I hear you over certain tracks. You have this dark vibe about it when you mm-hmm. sing over it. This one was like more bouncy. Well, happy, see, that's the thing. It's like my like the newer stuff is like definitely more of a positive chat. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like previous things I've wrote about was like me going through like mm. depression and like, but like I've learned to deal with it, you know, okay. and like like understand it and why it's happening, mm. so that way I can like fight it and like continue yeah. winning the battle, and like kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, but this was this one was very very happy, very yeah. like like, yeah. like very up tempo. I mean, feel like it it's reflective of like where you at now. Absolutely, yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Dope. That's that's dope that you that you have that ability to 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 write to write and do songs yes. in that sense. What's up? Did you not hear that transformer noise? Yes, that's your phone. No, I thought somebody's phone just turned into a transformer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so, P, why don't you tell us what you thought about the song? I thought, yo, always fire. Uh, I thought it was, uh, you sing, th- your voice definitely is uh, awesome, like, in its own Thank unique you. way. And I like, see, I, uh, little, uh, a little uh, secret about me is I love singing. Mm-hmm. I can, like, if I could, I could sing like a motherfucker when I'm in my car. Once I get out of my car, that my Johnson. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So like, to be around people that can sing and are good at it, that's big deal for me. So salute to you. You got <laughs> thanks. Mm. Appreciate it. All right, whiskey. What do you got to say? I like the way the whole thing came together. I think oh, everybody God, yeah. brought the right ingredients to make it. You know, kind of the synergy with everything coming together was was the right mix, man. Right. Um, you know, D. Smith did his thing. You Yo. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The I beat, singing? <laughs> the, the beat was right. That's why I had to ask, yeah. like, yo, who made that? Like, oh, yeah. Bush did the beat. Like, word? Fire. But then what you bring to it is like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, 
I don't want to say the icing. It's a nice but it, feminine aspect. It is. It is it, definitely, and, and you need that. You know what I mean? Because it's not enough of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But it it was right. It didn't seem like yo, we need no go get a girl to sing on here or go get a singer to put. You know what I mean? Yeah. Vocals on it. It was right. like nah, it fits. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't seem like that came after, or you know what I mean? It seemed like it all came together. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I, like, I, said, I like it's that. It's not like a like a, a crazy heavy feature on the song. It's just a little bridge, but like I that little bridge means but it's a lot important. to me. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it means a lot it means to me. Mean, it means a lot to the song. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's an important part of the song. So yeah. I think it was dope. Yeah, Shout Thank out to you. Jay Bush and D Smith Hot fire. And like I said, um, the one thing about D Smith that I like because from since the um since the night before is that's a fun dude that's that's a dude that oh, you want to so just, just yeah that yeah, yeah like 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 this is like like man if if i was if i was in if i was if i was like if i was like 20 again or i was 19 i'm just like like you're getting the you're getting to experience the world from this dude's eyes and they're like mm-hmm. yo he's happy go lucky yeah. and you hear it in the songs mm-hmm. that he did on, on, on the night before and you get that same feeling when you hear him on this song it's like yeah. so you're just like a happy go lucky dude which is so which is such, 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 such a um a contrast from his brother, who's a Benji Three Eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it was like it was like it was like, and then when they get on the song together, it's like light and dark. It's like holy crap! It's like and they, they complement yeah. each other very well. Mm-hmm. And but it's like like, I, I have I give I got props for that little dude. Yeah. Nah, I love for him. sure. I love him for sure. And, and not for nothing, y'all. Once a week, I clock out and say, "Fresh off work." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean? say that at least once a week. It's like just slide off like, yo. Yeah, it's the right thing to say. You know what I mean? When you clock out. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, but thanks for sharing that with yeah. us. So, um, now, why don't you tell us what you got? Um, what, 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 can, what can we, the, us, and the people in podcast land expect from Luna Ritz in the future? Yeah, so I am currently working on a project called Seven Journeys. Seven um, Journeys. Seven Journeys. Yeah, it's Ooh, seven. It's more than just music. It actually like kind of started ironically seven years ago. Um, it was this concept that I came up with when I first ever picked up a camera, was doing my version of the Seven Deadly Sins. Mm. Ooh. Um, and my take on it, like how I. How like, it, like what it meant to me, you know, like mm. Kevin Spacey, Morgan Freeman, Brad. Pitt. No, we don't get no props to Kevin Spacey no more. <laughs> oh well, oh well, at least Brad, we can still we still get props to Morgan Freeman and uh, Brad Pitt though. Right? Yeah, we could salute them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. So like Brad Pitt and and Morgan Freeman seven. No, Deadly sins? I've actually no. I've always been told to watch that movie and I still haven't seen it. No, I, I like. Whoa. This is my take, so it's like okay. it's like it's Luna's version. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like but, that. Um, but I have been setting on this idea for seven years, ironically again, but it just didn't feel like the right time to do it, you know, and I actually sat down and was talking to Jay Bush one day and he explained to me the story of the Garden of Eden and mm. how your chakra system, it, well, your seven deadly sins is your chakras inverted and mm. a, mer- a metaphorical tell that connects you spiritually to hell. Right. And, you know, if you, if you follow or, uh, I guess tend to those sins um and so then it just started this whole like diving in of research and all these things so like i mean there's so much that goes into it there's the seven archangels the seven chakras the seven virtues the seven deadly sins there's the seven dimensions you know there's the seven colors which are um wait gb of the culture rainbow they're actually no they're gods they're quoted as gods 
rays of light, basically. Ooh. You know, his his dimensions of light. Mm. Um, okay. And all this stuff. And it, it gets deeper, and it, it means so much. But it's not, to me, it's not, like, on a religion level. It's on a spiritual, like, right. understanding myself level. Right. Because yeah. it, this story, the story of Garden Eden is told almost through every religion. Right. In some way, shape, or form. And that's what's beautiful to me, is that it just all ties mm. together, you know? Right. And... I don't know. I've always seen something beautiful in the Seven Deadly Sins and how I could tell that story. So there's going to be um, an album. There'll be uh, 14, probably 15 photos. Ooh. There'll be a few paintings and a sculpture. Um, nice. And I'm going to have a whole show. There's also At the National Museum? <laughs> no, no. Oh. Um, but I'm not sure where I'm going to have it yet. But it's going to take some time to do it. Um, I want to slow down and respect the process yeah. and right. love the process sure. of it. Definitely. And, and sell, like, do some self-discovery along the way. You know, like, how can I make myself a p- better person by accepting, you know, these these right. things that, you know, we're not told to do or obviously that are not morally correct, you know, if, if you feel that way, you know. And just kind of dive into it and really, really dive into it. Cool. And, um I'm going to have a, a nice little show, and there's actually, like, the last song, there's going to be, like, a dance piece to it um, Okay. by Rose and Samaj, Dope. which they were in What the Water Tells Me. Yeah. They are two of the best dancers I've ever met in my life. You know, they work so well together. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to tell a story, like, for me to dance. And I, I want to incorporate everybody in the community. I'm so community-heavy and heavy-driven, right. like, or community-driven, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. But my project will include multiple people. Um, you know, Bush is going to be a heavy aspect of it, producing. Mm. Um, Auspec's going to produce a, a joint on it because, cool. like, I, I love Auspec dearly. He's a very dear friend of mine. Shout out to Spec. Shout out to Spec. Yeah, <laughs> <shout laughs> one of the best engineers I've ever met yeah. in my entire life, man. Like, seriously, I've learned so much from him. Um, and then, of course, like, the concept of Seven Journeys as an album, it will be... Um, the reality world of chastity in high school, it's, it's a concept. So um, chastity's reality world, high school version of, of chastity, and then there'll be the dream world of myself. And in the dream world, I'm in my own version of Garden of Eden, and I meet fallen angels along mm. my journey oh. and, and through, through the project. This and those fallen dope. angels will actually be features. And what I'm doing is I'm setting down with all these people that I call dear friends and then I, that are respectable artists interviewing them, asking them how they've sinned on, you know, said sin. Yeah. Oh. And we're going to tell a story and of acceptance. And through that, I want to help them accept how they feel about this so they can overcome it. Right. Because the past mm. is the past. You know, you got to accept it and move on. Right. So it, it's not only, like, helping me, but it's helping the people around me. But it's doing it in an extremely positive manner. And right. it's doing it with the expression of art. Um, just really, really diving into it and hitting it hard. Like, I mean, it's it's definitely taking time. Like, I research daily, you know, yeah. and I, mm-hmm. I want to understand this like it's the back of my hand, you know, understand everything I can, you know. Yeah, that's heavy. I mean, yeah. I appreciate you even taking your art so seriously. And yeah. I hope yeah, yeah. that when, when did you say you were looking to release this? <clears throat> Ideally, the summer. Um, I would like to do it in the summertime. It may get done by then. It may yeah, not. Take I mean, your time. it's. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually going to apply for grants. Yeah. Um, to see if I can get anybody to back me because, like, Dope. if I could get grants, that'd be really cool. You know, I sure. would help me out with supplies and stuff because I will have to spend money on this. Right. right. If I don't have the yeah. money to spend, I'll have to take a pause and just continue doing research or writing. You know. Right. So I mean, I 
I definitely want to. I want this to be big, and I want this to mean a lot, and I want it to be perfect in my eyes. You know. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. it means a, a whole bunch to me. Yeah. You know, because I want to say like 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 if this is done right. There's no saying why this can't be in a place like Bear Threads or Modern Studio, mm-hmm. and then the art, the the art part of it, the photograph, the the photographs, cannot be like displayed at in a um in a showcase at Knoxville Museum, to yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. This is like that. Has, this has like like the dinner dinner the dinner oh. type. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Do do you know about the dinner? That what. I'm uh, uh, the, like the 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 Knoxville um, Art Museum, the dinners they do there. No, 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 no. If it was, I would definitely be there for that one. <laughs> Whiskey could tell you he saw the he saw the dinner um showcase at a uh, at the at the MoMA, right? I don't think it was the MoMA. Uh, it might. What's the, I don't think it was the MoMA. Uh, um, it was one of those museums up there. Um, I the dinner the party. I forgot her name too. Doc Short's gonna kill me. Yeah. Shout out to Doc Short. But um, basically, it is um. The, the dinner party, that's what it's called? It's uh, either dinner party or the dinner. Okay. So the dinner party is this this artist uh, has all these plates around a table, and they all look like have different shapes of a vagina. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, this you got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was so so when you look at all these plates, they're different shapes of vaginas and I don't know how she came across these or these vaginas but like each one had a different one and Trev saw it. I heard about it through through we we had the same teacher in Judy Chicago. Uh Donna Sherwood told us about it. I was in her I was in one of the studies class and Trev was in back she at home got in New a York. Lot of the, uh, pussy things from IPA All right. But yeah so 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 Trev saw and he was like yo that was a it was an experience. Like I, it That's must really have cool. been. As yeah. hell, man. Like, you know, like when you're looking at it, it's like plates. You know what I mean? Um, and the way the art is done, like, you can make out that it's a vagina. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. at the same time, it's art. It's artistic yeah. in the whole layout as a dinner party with all these different designs on a different plate. You know, and then it's laid out like as a big triangle. You know, yeah. So, but <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I actually seem pretty it, cool. It, it, it's yeah, pretty cool. The the, the artist was was a feminist. You know what I'm saying? So for me, um, damn, what year is this? It gotta be like early 2005. No, this is before then. This is wait, wait you, you graduated 2004, I, right? I graduated five. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it had to be after that, right? It was after that. Before that. Before? No, 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 no. I think I thought it was after because you were back home. Oh, maybe it might have been before. Maybe, Okay, so yeah, let's say let's say 2002, 2003. I'll say early 2000s. Personally, I didn't know anything about the feminist movement at that time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, at, you know what I mean? That was early for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm going in here like, okay, mad vaginas out here. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that's going to be cool. Then you go there and you look at it. It's like, yo, this is not nothing that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't here for you to laugh and joke and be like, yo... Man, it's pussy everywhere. Nah, that's not this kind of thing. Like, it's it's a more in-depth kind of, like, expression yeah, absolutely. from that, you know what I mean, point of view that you got to really, you know what I mean? W- once you observe it, you 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 get a feeling like, okay, uh, you, it's more a respect thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a respect of, yo, I don't truly identify or understand this because it's not representative of me, but I respect it. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean, and I appreciate it. So, yo, salute well, to see, her. Well, see, that's like 
my thing with art is or being an artist is if I can create an emotion within you, you can hate me, you can cuss at me, you can love me. Yeah. You can feel neutral. If I create something within you, I did my job. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. that's mm. the point of art is to create an emotion yeah. to make you feel like right. For sure. something like if you look at something like you 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 question it, you know, you you ask questions in your head. Yeah. You may go ask the artist, you may go ask somebody, you know, what's your opinion on this? And that that's the point, you know, and right. that's what I want is I want to just showcase an honest opinion and feel right. like like feelings about something. You can start a dialogue. That's that's yeah. that's the biggest thing because yeah. you know like that that the best art you got two people who came there together so they got similar interests but then they get in front of this piece of art whether it's a sculpture or painting or whatever and they debate or they almost argue like you know what I mean? What the, what is this? What are we even looking at? You know, you know. On the topic of that, actually, one of my favorite like pieces of art. I can never remember his name because he actually started as a photographer. Well, he is a photographer, but um, he has this piece called Piss Christ. Say that again. It's Piss called Christ. Piss Christ. Piss Christ. Piss and Christ. it was it's been showcased all across the world, but his photograph has to be literally put behind a bulletproof glass. Because it's created such a controversy, but at the same time it creates a dialogue. Mm. And what it is is the image. One of y'all, one of you guys can Google it. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's it's Jesus in urine. But Andre Serrano. Yes, thank you. I can never remember his name. But to me, that's a very intimate thing. That's it's beautiful, you yeah. know, to to see this literally, you know, Jesus on a cross and. Yeah. Urine, that's putting something that a lot of people love so close to something in your body. You know, yeah. like it's not, to me, it's not disgraceful. Right. I think it's beautiful. That's, yeah. that's like a bringing together of two things you would never yeah. have brought together, but in a very simple, beautiful way. Because right. you look at this and you wouldn't think that was, you know, if you Google it, you wouldn't think it was urine. You know? Right. But it is. He did a whole lot of different pieces of religious figures, and he wasn't meaning any disrespect by right. it. You know, like his dialogue on it is very beautiful, and but people would literally bring guns into yeah. the museums, yeah. like beat the shit out of this this yeah. image because they hated it. The Catholic churches were irate, but I'm like, you're not you're not thinking about open mindedly. Right. You're looking yeah. at it like this is disgraceful. He didn't he didn't piss on this. Right. Right. It was a, a bringing of two together. And it's like, I know it's really weird to yeah. think about it. Like, I know that's weird, but if you break it down, like, yeah. that's. It's art, man. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, don't, I think yeah. it's it's beautiful, you know? Yeah. Like, no, no disrespect, but would it be like, 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 um, when you pour your coffee and, like, the Virgin Mary appears, like, as a symbol in it? It could be. Look yeah, at I mean, it, like, I mean, it could be, like, that but i mean he also did pieces with like it sounds weird but like with menstrual blood no no i understand i completely like he used things with like menstrual blood i mean like i it's things coming from the human body that are like yeah you would look at like i think i heard about that nasty but at the same time you're like but is it really this is natural yeah you're putting it with a, a piece of of a symbol that is Right, kind of a natural thing that we see every day. Yeah. Right, it's two natural beings being brought together. Right, right. You know, it's not a bad thing. And this could, I could get 
real deep into this conversation yeah. but in the interest of time. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. Nah, I dig where you're going like, with it because yeah. I, I feel you and I agree, you know, uh, art um, is for sure. Like, art, you, you view it in your own way, but, like, it's so much more than a lot of people view it. A lot of people are like, what's art? I don't get it. No, a lot of people don't really get don't get it. it. And I'm like, maybe you're not thinking about You're not allowing yourself to right. think about it. You know? A lot of people have yeah. mental blocks, uh, you know, but, th- but that's what art is, and that's why a lot of mm-hmm. people don't get it. So... People who don't get art are not going to get certain art that deals with, you know, yeah, stuff that's yeah. kind of, you know, out of their warehouse anyway. Like, yeah. that person will probably freak out just going to the public restroom anyway. You know what I mean? I don't like urine anyway. So now you put urine with Christ, I can't take it. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. So, you know, some people just don't get it. So can't really be too concerned with those yeah, types. Yeah, you know absolutely, what I'm saying? man. Absolutely. Mm. All right, so um, anything else you want to let us know about, or you want to give a shout out to anybody? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, like you know, DJ and and Kiriko <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> chilling over there. Um, of course, you know Avenue. Shout out to the boys. Um, yeah, yep, yep, yep. D and you know the Good Guy Collective, Caddy Wampus. Of course, like the Voice Tank and and Good Old Aspect, the mm. homie. Um, Man, there's so many people like Samaj, like oh, just everybody in the scene that you know. I, I love everybody, like dearly. You guys, like I appreciate all having right. me. Yeah, we thank you for coming on. Yeah. Yo, real quick. Yeah. Um, you have a special going on. Uh, you and Bush, right? Yeah, yeah. We um, we'll probably l- run it a little bit longer, but for like a hundred bucks, you get a full song recorded. You get it mixed Ooh. and mastered, and either a photo shoot or cover art from me. Listen, this is important, folks. A lot of y'all out here naked, trying to be <laughs> an artist, and y'all don't got nothing. You that's know what I mean? Like, that's it's a it's a killer deal. It's yeah, like th- a, that price. A two hour session in the studio and an hour session with me. Can't yeah. beat it. Don't be out here trying to force feed people your unmixed music. You know what I'm saying? Because don't nobody want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no pictures of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Marketing support. Yeah. Don't forget about the business side. Yeah, don't forget about it. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that's it, man. Holla at Luna and Bush. Yeah. And do you guys have any shouts you want to give? or? Yo, shout out to at P. Yapel, man. Yeah, shout, yeah, the same. Same. <laughs> P. big. Big. Oh, 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 my God. I'm forgetting a huge factor of, like, my life. Okay. Shout out to Vern's and E-Man. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, I couldn't. There's so much stuff. Like, E-Man has given me so many opportunities this past year. Like, nah, seriously. That's a good yeah. man. You man is is my dude, like hands down, like seriously. Yeah, he, he's the dude. Like summer distortion, man. Upcoming Yo. summer distortion is gonna be dope. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, you know, we work on shows together. Crazy. I love it. I love throwing shows and stuff with him. Like, yeah, hands right. down. Okay, yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out and a and a rest in peace to um uh, a friend from college, uh, Reginald Two C's Jones. Yo, C C. Yeah, R I P C C. Yeah. Um, man, in '98 he died. Um, this. Few days ago, oh, um, he was forty. But uh, yo, um, take a quick moment of silence for him. And shout out to you and Podcast Land for listening oh. to the show. All right, Podcast <laughs> Land. Yeah. Yes. All right, and that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of Doers and Sayers. So, um, we'd like to thank Luna Ritz for coming on. Thanks. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Having me. So, oh shit! For, 
Wasabi Wilson? Uh... Pete Yable? This is Jomo Kinch, and this is Do The Taste Podcast, signing off. Bye-bye.